as per from the last chapter review for One Piece, we left off where Puma and Ginny were able to escape from, from jail, as well as Kum as Evenkoff, and they're out now at Shorepit Kingdom. And now we're about to see further into the flashback for Kuma and also Ginny of where we have left off currently in a flashback. This and much more for this episode of the Nerf Fix today. Hi guys, I'm Jay with the Nerd Fix, the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything in anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. This episode, we're going to be talking about the latest chapter for One Piece, chapter 1097, titled Ginny. So for those of you who are fans of One Piece out there, sit back, relax, and get ready for your fix. But for those of you who haven't read the latest chapter yet, I suggest waiting until it's officially released tomorrow on November 6th. But for everyone else who had read the latest chapter, let's continue on ahead. So starting off with the chapter review, we've been given a cover page request of Bartholomew Kuma catching salmon in the river, and he's using his powers to be able to catch the salmon as well, where we see Ginny connecting, connecting pieces of what it seems to be firewood and he's ready to grill some salmon. And with that said and done with the cover page request, let's continue on with the chapter review. It begins where we now skip past of after the Thought Valley incident, eight years have followed, and now Kuma is 17 years old, living in Sharpay Kingdom peacefully with Ginny, and he's using his powers to to push the, pain, the people's pain out of their bodies, earning much respect from the old from the senior citizens, and with them and with them asking for his assistance on weekdays, Ginny, on the other hand, who is now who in this time of the flashback was 21 states that they can only do this during the, with this on Sundays, although she sounds annoyed people treat the church as a camp or hospital, but they don't pay for the ser- for his services for helping him him while she's while he's using his fruit. However, they laugh at her stinginess and her foul mouth has to stop stop them from using it or professing her love their love for her, as she is someone who is said to be drop-dead gorgeous from the looks of her, which, when looking at Ginny, she does look to be outstandingly beautiful, and from the looks of her, she does look like Jewelry Bonnie, but just with shorter hair. And there are people who would drop by asking Kuma that his face, that his face calms them, to which he is, to which he is enamored by. And she retorts that he pampers the people way too much because of this. But with Kuma and the kind of person he is, he doesn't seem to mind. Even some of the one of the older folks, they they will pay if they could, but the heavily tributes make it difficult for them to make to be able to do so. Now, with something like this, I do understand that where they're trying, where this is basically something that they're trying to make ends meet. They're trying to pay back what they can for with Kuma using his powers to help them, but even though he's using his fruits to help push their pain out of them, they're unable to make ends meet with trying to pay back with their services, which is understandable, but they have to do what they have to do. Then it turns out the Sherpa Kingdom has a new king by the name of Bekori and has a reputation of being a cold-blooded tyrant, sending people, sending those who are sick that can't pay, 
to a terrible person and they will die of starvation if they refuse him to feed them. And with this, they consider the people carrying them if for more for the world nobles to say the voices of the people in support of supposed to protect. And tells us with this, Kuma tells the patients he will continue to treat them for light pain and sickness. And they will come and they will come every week and which they they took admiration and, and appreciated for all his efforts. Then at night, once they leave, Kuma takes a bubble of pain of sickness of sickness and pain, removing it from the people and taking it into his own body, causing great discomfort, which deeply saddens Jenny, knowing that Jenny is one who deeply does care for Kuma, and as she treats him, she tells him that no one no one knows that he's doing this for himself, but he says he has no choice and does and take in the bubble of pain, and will, and will turn to the person it came from. And it makes, and it makes people happy, and more, and it's, and that's enough for him. But and he apologizes for making her worry, her worry too much, and the two eat together. Which we do see a nice panel of the two eating, having dinner together, and it's just so adorable to seeing the two just enjoying a nice meal. Then we see a, we see a panel where five years have, have gone by, and Ginny proposes proposes to Kuma, but he rejects his his her proposal much to her annoyance and but with this she stays, states that she can make him happy but he says that she already does that he already is but with because of his buccaneer blood she may suffer the same way that his that he and his mother did but he then changed the top topic, going to the freedom fighters, and stating that they started a protest in every kingdom. The world government has issued a warrant for them, and noticed the monkey D dragon, and the views of him as a of him as an influential person, and sets out a seed and spend his life helping others, and goes to receive a fish to bring to Ginny, the would-be suitors, which again was much to her annoyance. Then we go to three three years go by, and he demands the kingdom soldiers to return to the people that they've came kidnapped, but they refuse. And it says that they can use them however they see fit, which enrages Kuma to the point he attacks them, calling them a traitor. This causes King Bekori to split King Shorba, the kingdom of Shorba, in half where there's northern half of the island, and then there's the southern half. The northern half is, is said to be the true kingdom for people who can pay the halfway tribute, and then there's the bottom half, which resides the lawless area. In this, this, because of Kuma's defiance, he's in prison, where Jinnia and the others have tried to help him follow suit. This causes the policy of the kingdom to discriminate against others, and she said, and with this, Jinny says they fight against the king under the world noble's thumb, and they fight against which is this being the equivalent of fighting the world government. So this action that Kuma has done when he was basically going against a rule over the kingdom soldiers basically caused the the split of the Shorba kingdom, which 
basically was of his own defiance, which is basically showing more of how this was just the beginning of how he began to be part of the Freedom Fighters from the very, from that beginning. Then, they invaded Shorbei and dis and got ri and disposed of Bikori, abolishing the sleep policy, freeing the kingdom of the gov of this government itself. Where even Dragon and even Call find Huma locked and locked up, and invited him to join and change the world for the better. There. There is a panel where we see Dragon, even Koth, and Kuma reforming the Freedom Fighters now as the Revolutionary Army following the incident of the Ohara incident with a protesting at a small scale rebellion. They then have mercenaries with other, re with other rebellions against oppressors, and off with Dragon offering to train anyone who decides to join in. This surprises Kuma. The dragon would know how to use the weapons and states marines to that they serve as marines. But because but because he he saw no justice there, even Kolf comments that the dragon wants to help. However, because Sukuma proclaims loyalty to him, Dragon accepts this. But even with all of this we then pan over to eight years later, where Ginny joins the joins the army and serves as a captain. And as she expresses happiness of meeting up with Kuma, something unfortunate happens as Dragon receives news that Ginny was captured by an unknown enemy, and this is showing distress in his voice wondering who the unknown enemy is and this basically leaves it at a cliffhanger now we're basically wondering of who the unknown and expected enemy is that kidnapped Ginny and at this point wondering what happened during this event and who was responsible for kidnapping Ginny in the first place this basically is a really nice cliffhanger and it's leaving me with so many questions up at this point as honestly this is really getting interesting and I am dying to know what's going to happen next in 1098 because seriously this is getting really intense at this point thoughts on the latest chapter from one piece did you like the chapter did you not like the chapter let me know in the questionnaire i'll post on spotify at the end of the episode and let me know what you guys think i'll also post the poll at the end of the episode let me know what you guys think as well so for those of you who have stuck around towards the entirety of the episode thank you so much for listening and as always whether you believe in the term nerd or not keep loving what makes you you and stay awesome thank you for standing by i'll see you next time for a brand new episode later Won't you come? Won't you wait?